Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with HR leaders from around the world. As more companies trend towards a flatter structure, opportunities to advance up the hierarchy diminish. This adds a level of complexity to the traditional career development conversation. But is that necessarily a bad thing? Can an organization offer equally satisfying career opportunities other than the next level up? I'm here with Stephen Brown, Head of Talent and Leadership Development for Asia Pacific at Rolls-Royce in Singapore to discuss how to retain talent through quality career discussions. Stephen, good to have you with us today. Hi, Matt. Nice to speak to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your role at Rolls-Royce, Stephen. Well, Matt, I had an unusual career path to a HR leadership role myself, and it kind of plays to some of my philosophy around career development. Uh, I started my professional career in publishing as a editor of a national magazine, and in my mid-twenties decided I wanted to submit switch to a uh, commercial role and I moved across into retail banking as a regional sales manager. That was my planned career path until I was given the opportunity to set up a national sales team at the bank's corporate HQ and from the what really fired me up was the opportunities to develop in leadership and talent roles in uh, banking. So I've worked in retail banking, investment banking, general insurance and in business operations and corporate functions. In 2009, I moved to Rolls-Royce, where I headed up leadership and talent for our global marine business, which is the number two marine business in the world. And in the last two years, I've worked as head of talent and leadership in Asia Pacific for all five of our uh, business segments. So obviously civil aerospace, as you may know us for, defense, marine, um, power systems, and also nuclear, where we have an installed base across 13 countries. So Stephen, in your opinion, why are organizations having such trouble retaining their top talent? Well, I think businesses are facing challenging times in the market and that uncertainty is going to continue. So they're driving business growth, they're having to deal with increased competition, improve operational efficiency, and of course, deal with cost pressures. But at the same time, they have the dilemma, how do they satisfy employee career expectations? Because that is the main hurdle to retaining talent. So there's definitely a real tension there. And I think the other issue that adds to the complexity is alignment. We have, certainly in Asia, a challenge with colleagues having to overcome their fear about articulating their aspirations and being confident to drive it. Um, employees are expecting that the organization will provide visible career paths and manage their progression while the the business expects uh, employees to drive their own career. And I think there's a general lack of regular dialogue with employees to help them think clearly about their career, and that leads to some poor decision-making on their part that really does add to the trend and the spike in attrition. I think the final challenge is how do you build up the confidence and the capability of managers to actually have really high-quality career development discussions and uh, how, do you, how have employee career expectations changed over the years, in your view? Well, I think what we're seeing is that employee expectations are not one type, but several. So we're seeing trends where uh, our employees expect faster career progression, uh, more accelerated uh, progression in terms of reward. But also, they want to counterpoint that with better work-life balance and greater flexibility in the working arrangements. And we also see a real desire for more responsibility early. 
but not necessarily desire for a leadership role. That's one of the key differentiators that we're noticing, particularly in terms of our Generation Y. And of course, the other element is the, 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 that um, our employees want is constant regular feedback. So kind of three things we began to consider and talk about in Rolls-Royce is, you know, first of the biggest challenge is just accepting that is the new normal. That is in terms of the context in which we develop and retain uh, employees and particularly accelerate talent. And also accepting as part of that new normal, the employee intent to stay and discretionary effort has changed. So the challenge that gives to organizations to recognize that building your employer brand internally and marketing the organizational internally to employees is now a key part of your engagement and retention strategy. Organizations always put a strong focus on their EVP that they go to market for and less around how they they actually really extend their uh, employee brand into the organization as a retention factor. And of course, as I said earlier, getting managers confident and skilled in quality dialogues on performance development, career career pathing, and also in terms of helping people make the right decisions on their career. Stephen, how do you see managers facilitating career discussions to um, promote retention? Well, I think the first thing to realize now that there is that this is now generational. As I said earlier, Gen, Gen Y's value constant feedback. Uh, they really value personal development and the opportunity to have a proactive role in creating their own career ladder. So therefore, the, the career development review process can't just be an annual set piece linked to succession planning or talent reviews or the annual appraisal round. It has to be a constant and dynamic dialogue that does reflect the pace of the businesses are changing and the people's motivations are changing. So some of the some of the principles I think here is first of all, when you're facilitating career discussions is talk to the individual about developing their career, not just developing their career in your organization. Yet we have to recognize that individuals will perhaps commit to you now in their own mind three to five years out and sometimes less than that. I think also acknowledge that an individual's priorities and motivations will change and therefore that a lot of that is familial and driven by family circumstances. So it's key to talk around family circumstances and to show empathy with an individual's uh, competing demands in, the, in their life. I think the, the third element is really focus on gaining the right experiences than moving to the next job. And secondly, ensure that people understand what they need to be in terms of the right fit for the future organization. So we've done global benchmarking exercise with our senior leadership that identified the following experiences as critical for those who aspire to be a senior leader. So global exposure to the global market and leading multinational teams is critical. Inspiring teams and creating commitment is also critical to relationship and people real proximity to the customer, particularly the external customer and how the customer requirements throw through the value chain and breadth, experience of working in more than one function, more than one business and more than one geography is absolutely critical. So that's a real change in our thinking about how people develop their career because previous as an organization, we focused on developing through a traditional functional career path and we're, we're saying something completely different now. Around fit, we talk to people around how do they build up their courage, their resilience, their emotional intelligence, their learning agility, and their global mindset. 
And I think all of those things are really critical now. It's more about the right experiences and the right fit than it has in the past been around a uh, traditional uh, career progression through a hierarchy. And the final area is around don't look around more than five years out because that's the only realistic time frame in the current VUCA world. But when you are having those career discussions, don't shy away from the tough questions. You know, Ask them directly what is their reputation in the business? What would their stakeholders, team members, customers say about them? What have they delivered that shows they're ready for career growth? And if they manage their career in the future in the same way as they've managed it today, do they generally think they'll meet their uh, career aspirations? And Stephen, just to conclude, uh, you know, what advice would you give to other talent leaders who need to develop a retention strategy in today's competitive talent marketplace? Well, I think we're moving in terms of greater sophistication in terms of if retention is the key to the challenge we have around talent scarcity, we're, we're developing our maturity. So perhaps in the past we thought by increasing salaries we can retain our people. Now pay is obviously still important, but non-monetary rewards are more important. And we also need to show our critical talent the bigger picture and involve them in strategic plans and strategic decisions. So over time, what we'd like is the employee internal brand, career growth opportunity driven by the individual but facilitated by the company, and real opportunities for progression based on meritocracy are are real, real opportunities for organizations. So my practical advice would be engage in regular discussions, make them quality, focus on career management, particularly those critical experiences. Of course, ensure your total compensation package for your high potentials is competitive, but also invest early and to a significant amount in the leadership development of those individuals as a non-monetary reward. And of course, Critical to that is establish a culture of management accountability for talent development. One of the key challenges that we have in Rolls-Royce, which I'm sure is mirrored elsewhere, is making sure that managers have the skill to develop the high potentials that they have in the team and to give them the coaching and support that they need. And the last piece of advice probably is just around, you know, really focus on retention and retaining the key individuals. Go more to high dialogue, high quality touch and high quality dialogue. Remember that no one has left the company until they've actually walked out the door. We've managed to retain individuals who have taken external offers just through the quality and commitment of the dialogue we have with them and their, their sense that we really are committed to helping them grow their career. And that was Stephen Brown, Head of Talent and Leadership Development for Asia Pacific at Rolls-Royce, discussing how to retain talent through quality career discussions. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.